This is Austin Real Estate Investing. Austin Real Estate Investing. We'll be discussing real estate investing in Austin, Texas, and bringing you experts from all different sectors of the real estate game. Your host, Jordan Moorhead, is a real estate agent and investor in Austin and is here to help you get started or to build your portfolio and explore new strategies. This is Jordan Moorhead, and this is the Austin Real Estate Investing Podcast. Today, we have Lucas Piper coming on here. He's the owner of Five Star VHR. They do a lot of short-term rentals here in Central Texas, and he has a lot of insight on the STR regulations here in Austin. So that's exactly what we're talking about here today. Hey, Lucas, how are you? What's up, my man, Jordan? Thank you so much for coming on here, bro. I really appreciate it. I, I know stuff's changing so quickly and so drastically with yeah. the Austin short-term rentals. And I know you're the man to talk about it. For anybody that doesn't know who you are, can you kind of explain what you do and why you're the person to talk about this subject specifically? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Thanks, man. So uh, I've been doing short-term rentals for a few years now. Um, you know, just, just started on my own, but within the last couple of years, started five-star vacation home rentals. And, you know, we've, we've definitely become one of the top properties in, in uh, property management companies in central Texas. Um, we really focus on the luxury side of things. Um, and, um, you know, we have a few of our own, but, but a lot of our portfolio is, is managing for other people, uh, running numbers every day, <clears throat> things like that. And then, um, you know, I've been able to, to start giving back. And so um, I've started a couple Facebook groups here in Austin. I've kind of become the the go-to guy to, to teach a lot of the local, you know, short-term rental operators, uh, all the tricks of the trade. And so I really try to stay up to date on everything that's going on. And this licensing stuff was definitely crazy. Um, mm -hmm. A huge shift that really none of us expected that it, it would go this way. Yeah. And so it's really changing the landscape of, you know, short-term rentals, especially in Austin, Texas. So, yeah, what I used to tell people was essentially if you don't live, if the property's not your homestead, you're not going to get a license for it. That's right. It's, that's about right. Yeah. There was, a, there's an, uh, what is it, 120 licenses that weren't for homesteads and they were extremely hard to get. Yeah. So there wasn't any that you could get. Um, yeah, exactly. They were, they were grandfathered in. So there mm -hmm. was a few type twos that I didn't know that number, but that sounds about right that, you know, I think there was like 350 to start with. And then of course, as they sold, it didn't transfer. Mm -hmm. um, and so essentially it was people that were holding licenses from before the ordinance, um, which was in 2019. So you would have had to have a license before 2018. And if you did, then they let they, you were grandfathered in with a type two. Um, and so we'll get into all this gushy stuff, type one, type two, but you're mm -hmm. essentially right that before it had to be your homestead, um, which obviously we can only have one of those um, in Texas, that's to be our primary residence. Um, and so if it wasn't, you could not get an STR license unless you were like multifamily or a commercial or some other kind of loophole like that. So, yeah, there's some exemptions, but not a lot. Exactly. Um, so what, what you just were talking about, the STR type one, STR type two, I don't know anything about what they are now. I, I know what they were before this, but now things have changed with short-term rentals in Austin. So what do you need to do to get a short-term rental license now? And who's able to get that? 
Yeah. So it's, it, it completely shifted from what it was. So essentially, you know, the, the best chance you had before was multifamily. Um, if it wasn't your homestead was going for that type three license. Um, and I know that you kind of worked with a few of your investors on that route. So that was kind of, you know, one route that we talked about with people. And so now that it's completely flipped, uh, essentially it's still the same exact designation. So, so we still have type one, type two, type three, it's just completely different rules on, um, on what it means to get that. So now for type two, which is a non-occupied home, uh, you know, so w- would be most homes for investors. Uh, all you have to do, what's that? Non-owner occupied. Non-owner occupied property. Yep. Exactly. Yep. All you need to do is is send that application into the city of Austin, and they've actually been pretty quick, honestly, to get back to people. I'm I'm surprised because um, they were pretty backed up as the way it was, and and we're seeing like pretty quick turnarounds here, like a few weeks. Um, really? But all you have to do is pay that fee, which I think now is six fifty something like that, and 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 send a couple documents in, mostly just the, the house has insurance. And you have a type two license. And so what that means is that you have to pay 11% uh, a hotel tax, which we call hot. So 11% city hotel tax uh, at the end of each quarter. So you would essentially look at your gross revenue. They want all of your revenue. So they want the revenue from cleaning fees, all that stuff. So that that gross number, 11% of that, and you're sending that uh, that monthly uh, 11% to the city, uh, once a quarter. So that's kind of the you know part that you have to make sure that you're running into the numbers, of course. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> yeah, again, just to recap before it was almost impossible or yeah. it, technically impossible yeah. to get a non-owner occupied short-term rental license for something that was not multifamily. And even then there was a, a lot of hoops to jump through. Now, it's a few weeks and a $650 application fee. And then you just need to pay the taxes. What, and I think what a what what I think, what a lot of the questions that I get from people are, why would I get a short-term rental license anyway? It seems like <laughs> yeah. everybody's doing it. Everybody's doing it anyway. Why am I going to go get a license and pay that? 11%. And there's a 6% state tax on top of that, correct? Hey guys, this is Jordan Moorhead here. And I wanted to ask if you could do a huge favor for me. If you could go leave a review for this podcast, wherever you're listening to it, that would really help me get this into the hands of other people that are interested in information about Austin real estate investing. And I'd be able to help more people. Thanks guys. Yes. So if you're using Airbnb, for instance, mm-hmm. um, Airbnb is going to automatically submit that state tax for you. So you're automatically paying that 6%. Oh, cool. um, you know, the guest, know is, the, the guest is paying that. So, so, so yeah. And, and VRBO, VRBO, it's the same way as well. Unless you're like us who um, we kind of take payments from VRBO because we have a direct booking site. So we won't get into the weeds with that too much, but essentially we'll just talk about Airbnb. It's, it's easy. It's uh, simplified. State already takes their 6%. You can also set it so you can take that 11% and, and make that guest pay pay that, right? But um, that's still making their rate go up. And mm-hmm. so if you're trying to compete with your neighbor 
who doesn't have an STR license and isn't charging an, an extra 11% and paying that to the city. Well, that's a big difference, right? When your competitor can mark it down 10, 10 or 11%. Um, so to answer that question, I mean, it's the law. We're law abiding citizens, you know, mm-hmm. uh, that would be the, the, the formal way to say it. But really, you know, this is a question that I'm pushing with the city. Um, I've, I've tried, I'm trying to become kind of their spokesperson because of my position within these STR Austin groups and things like that. Um, you know, they're, they, they broke the news to me first, so I could, I could break it to those groups, things like that. So this is one of the things that I'm talking to them about and trying to bring them into our events to say, Hey guys, we're competing against all these people without licenses. Like wh- mm-hmm. why would we do that? I mean, what we should essentially just all just let our licenses go or put zero percent, you know, zero dollars in that. That's how much we're making every month. Cause this isn't fair. There's mm-hmm. somewhere between 10 and 14,000 STRs. That number is really hard to find out because some people just rent like their house one time a year. I don't know if we count those, but either way, 10 to, to 14,000 properties, there's about 2000 licenses. Last time I looked, that's not a lot. Right. Wow. Um, so, so, so yeah. And, 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 and so our owners that are paying that, you know, our houses that we're paying that it's, it feels pretty unfair. I was just driving by today and there's a group of five that I used to manage and they've been, they've had those for like four years. So they, they don't have licenses. They never have. Um, so they, you know, those properties probably make $250,000 a year. Um, you know, that's, that's a lot of money you're saving, you know, compared to your competition. So it's not fair. And I don't know how to answer that to the owners other than, you know, the hope will be that at some point, maybe these transfer, right. Or maybe they, they make a law that again says, Hey, no more short-term rentals. This is it. And then all of us that have the licenses are grandfathered in and everyone else isn't able to get a license. Um, so that's why I'm encouraging all my owners to get, get licenses at this time. Yeah, and I agree with that. And I think that you the the risk would be yeah, I think they will do something like that. It's from my understanding, they got beat in a legal battle. So this is not what the city wanted to do in the first place. Correct. So they got beat in a legal battle. New regulation is slow as molasses in any city, and it, it's very slow here in Austin. So yes. I would imagine they're working on something different for this already. And we'll find another way to limit short-term rentals in Austin. So if you get the license now, like you said, you're probably going to be grandfathered in. And if they find a way to actually enforce having a license. Yes. That... Have you wanted to be part of GoBundance, the tribe of millionaires, but just haven't hit that millionaire status yet? Well, now you can, not even being a millionaire, by joining our new program, GoBundance Emerge. My name's Jamie Gruber, creator of GoBundance Emerge and member of the GoBundance community. And now you can join. GoBundance.com slash emerge. GoBundance.com slash emerge. Use code Jordan for $100 off this 12-week goal-setting program and mastermind that'll propel you to being a whole-life millionaire. It seems like in the long run, it could be an opportunity to make a lot of money if you have the right license. Exactly. Yep. And and that's how we're looking on it. And And I'm hoping that they do. I mean... I get everyone has different views on this stuff, but but um, I don't mind some sort of government intervention. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I just don't think there's another party that can do it, unfortunately. I hope someday we, we figure out a solution for that because they're not good at it. Unfortunately, they're the only mm-hmm. ones out there that, you know, that, that we have at this point. And so I, I, I think that there should be limits. I don't think, you know, 
their entire kind of three mile radius of Austin should be full of Airbnbs. You can argue that, you know, capitalism and, and the free market would solve that. I, I disagree. I think that, you know, especially you would have entire neighborhoods flooded with STRs mm-hmm. um, just because if you're two miles from downtown, you know what I mean? Like that's a great STR, right? Even if there's four right there. And and I don't want to see that happen to Austin. And so I believe in some sort of cap. I believe in kind of what San Antonio has, um, which is essentially like 13% of every block could be an STR. I really mm-hmm. like that. Um, that limits it. Um, you know, so as you don't again have an entire neighborhood that's an STR. Um, because I I don't know, like, you know, I even being an STR operator, like I'm always empathetic to the neighbors, you know, and mm-hmm. it's not always the neighbor's favorite thing to have 16 bachelor bachelorettes rolling in and out of their house, <clears throat> you know, at, at rolling into the house at 6 a.m., you know, mm-hmm. drunk and sloppy as they're bringing their kid out for school, right? It's not, oh, well. not probably not their favorite neighbor. Um, and, and of course, we, we, we try to, you know, make our properties as, as legit as possible to not deal with that kind of stuff. But long way of saying that I hope some legislation happens. I hope that we're rewarded for, for, for those of us that are kind of following, you know, the, those laws right now and getting those licenses and, and keep it, keeping up with those payments. And I think there's a, there's another perspective and, you know, I, I don't know if I agree with you or if I agree with just the pure capitalist approach yeah. of the best are going to weed out the rest. So I know your, your Airbnb is like the, the home that you you're moving out of is amazing. You guys have a pool, you've got a mural, you've got all this shade in the backyard. It's it's what you would want if you were going to go stay in a short-term rental where I've seen some that are cheap furniture put together in poor pictures. And I think you could make an argument that stuff like you're managing, I know you're very particular about what you manage or what you own. Yeah. It is going to rise to the top and it's going to get all the bookings for all these mediocre what used to work on Airbnb five, six years ago is going to just be put out of business and have to turn back into long term rentals. So I don't know how we'll get there, but I think we're going towards uh, what maybe fewer properties getting all the bookings. And yeah. I don't know if licenses have anything to do with that personally. Yeah. No, we'll, we'll see, man. I, you know, it's, it, it's always kind of an interesting debate. And um, like, like you said, I mean, the thing that we know is that legislation is really slow. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. I mean, my stance on this is that we probably have a year, year and a half before we hear anything. Um, this has to go through city council. Now um, they seem to be pretty pro STR from what I hear from, from kind of my inside sources of, really? I didn't know that. Yeah. They, they, they like the hot tax um, yeah. and what they can do with that, that extra money. So, um, so that's the word on the street, but, but, but we'll see, man. And, and, and you're right though. I mean, it's going to be that much more important. I mean, we've been talking about it for the last two years as STRs have gotten flooded by investors now even more like you better be good like your reviews better be very good your house better be well taken care of because there's going to be a lot of a lot more investors coming in now that are savvy and willing to to put whatever it takes in some of those backyards that I've done which are you know 100 to 250,000 dollars backyards like I think those are going to be getting done all over Austin now to attract those exactly those groups that you're talking about so 
Yeah. I mean, when I go to, a, and I don't do short, I don't use short-term rentals or Airbnbs very often myself, but when I go and it seems worn or there's stuff that's broken or it's not so great, I'm just I'm really bummed out. I just didn't go to a hotel, but when you go to a really nice one, especially with a group of friends, it's so much better than most hotels. And it's just yeah. a great experience being able to have a community in the house while you're there. So <clears throat> I don't know. Do you think that the ability to get licensed now is going to increase the supply of short-term rentals in Austin? Because like you said, there's already a lot. Jordan Moorhead here. Really quick, he wanted to tell you a couple other ways you can keep track of us. If you want to listen to all these podcasts and ask questions, the Moorhead team on YouTube is the best place to be. And then Austin Real Estate Investors on Meetup is a great place to keep track of all of our meetups we have going on. Yeah, I, I think it still will for the, the the short term. So I think we were we were just hitting this apex where people weren't making money in STRs, and I think we were just starting to see people drop out. And those those same people are going to continue to drop out. But now I think we're, we're, we're you know that that apex has shifted to probably a few months out where they're, we're going to be flooded again with new investors, people that have been waiting to invest in the Austin market. Um, and you know, like we, we see this in, in different places where some people invest that don't even care if they make money, Jordan, you know, they're like, mm -hmm. there's like, yeah. I want a house in Austin, you know what I mean? And so mm -hmm. you're going to have some of those, you're going to have people, you know, people just, they, they want vacation houses. And if I break even cool, you know, so I think you're going to have a lot more of that stuff too, which, which all, you know, takes away from other people's revenue. And again, I'm, I'm all for that. I'm all against competing against those people. Um, but I, I think that you are going to see more of an increase and then probably somewhere around you know march to september of next year uh people will feel feel that again and then you'll kind of have another another wave of people moving out of the market um because even with some of ours i mean we've seen you know those those stats came out of the decreases on airbnb and it was like 40 percent, and it was some some really unrealistic numbers for like a market in, in general or, or total market but we have seen properties, some of ours, that have you know thirty five percent you know reduction in in mm. in, um, in average daily rates or, or monthly revenue from last year. Um, so we have seen that even in our portfolio, and so we're really pushing those owners to say, you got to reinvest and do some <laughs> do some fun things here, or it's not mm -hmm. going to make it. It's going to keep sliding, you know. Um, so. Is there anything specific where you're seeing the reduction in the ADR or the yearly gross income? Any specific, or is it just worn out properties that might? Yeah, be it, se it seems to just be worn. Yeah, just just kind of mid tier properties that before were probably you know more on that spectrum of of being a little bit nicer, and mm -hmm. now with all of the new new shiny objects out there, um, you know, and, and new builds or just you know rehab properties, those are just kind of kind of taking a dive bomb. So. And I actually like you just brought up something that so many people called me about the last few years of, hey, I want a second home in Austin and I want to be able to run a short term rental on it. Yeah. And I, I kind of had to unfortunately tell these people, hey, unless it's going to be your primary residence, you're going to have a hard time getting a license to do that. But for somebody that wants a second home and say, hey, maybe maybe they don't care if the full mortgage gets covered, but they just want it beaten down a little bit for the year they own it maybe they're not in it all the time that could be a really great opportunity so that's a great idea 
um, you know, for me, selling real estate and talking to people all day, 100%. I'm going to call some of those people when we get done with this show here. No, I, I mean, you should. And, and, and I think that, you know, that's it's definitely like one of our dreams. And the reason I got into this industry when, you know, back in the GoBundance days of doing we're still in GoBundance, but I'm saying like one of those vision boards I did, it was like, well, mm-hmm. I want houses and in, in all of these amazing places. Right. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I'll do is, you know, I'll, I'll have a house in Colorado. I'll have a house in San Diego. I'll have a house in Belize. I'll have a house in Puerto Rico. And those will all be STRs. And, and, and hopefully I'll make money off those though. Right. Cause I'll be managing yeah. myself. Whereas a lot of these other people are like, I don't want anything to do with it. I'll just have a manager do it. It just takes 20, 20%. Right. So mm-hmm. either way, hopefully they make money too. But, but, but yeah, man, I, I highly recommend hitting up those people because people love Austin. People love being here. And a lot of people don't like being here during summer. So they might just be here in fall or spring and then, you know, have a habit up for listing the rest of the year. I don't always like being here during the summer. So I don't none of us like really being here in the summer anymore. I don't think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's, you know, that that's the opportunity here with this short-term rental license is maybe you take your primary residence, you get that short-term rental license that you were already able to get, but now you can get that leave for the summer, go wherever else. Maybe you have a second home. Maybe you don't, maybe you just rent or travel around a van, whatever you want to do. But it it seems like they're a lot quicker to get now. Like you said, it takes a couple of weeks. I uh, I put an application and it took six months for. It. Dude, we yeah, one of our owners did. It took them nine. Like we just got it yeah. and they just so, they had just sold and it was like thanks. We you know what I mean. So that's why I say it was taking so long and all of a sudden they've been on it and so that's been really surprising to me. But well, that's good to hear. So. Just to recap, to get a license right now, you really just need to provide proof of insurance? Yeah. So if if people go to my website, um, which is www.fivestarvhr.com, mm-hmm. um, if they go to that news section, I have an article there and it has all of the things that you need. It has the, the, the type two um, application that they, I don't even think they've got it on their website yet. So um, mm. So that's super easy to download from ours and kind of all those instructions. And so I think it's, you know, ID and your registration fee and then insurance. I think I think that's all you have to send in with your application. They still make you mail it in or like fax it in something old school um, unless you just want to drop it off in person. So um, but but yeah, it's it's really easy. It's been really fast. Um and if anyone has more questions about that, you know, we're always happy to look at places, run numbers for people. Um, you know, we end up turning away probably nine out of 10 properties just based off of it's not going to make the owner enough money or it just kind of doesn't fit our portfolio. But, you know, we're always happy to to talk to people and then, you know, refer them to other property managers that might want to might want to take them on. And anyway, we can help the community, man. That's awesome. So what's the best way to get hold of you, Lucas? I know uh, five star vhr.com. Uh, do you have another way people can get a hold of you? Yeah, just uh, Instagram, same, same um, tag there, five star vhr. So love to love to connect with anyone there. Awesome. And what is your main Facebook group for Austin short term rentals? Uh, it is called STR Investing Austin. That sounds right. It's a cool. really long name, but it's mm-hmm. STR. If you put in STR Austin, It'll mm-hmm. pop up. Um, okay. But yeah. We'll make sure to get all that in the show notes or your website, cool. your Instagram tag there, and also the uh, Facebook group for anybody interested. 
Thanks, buddy. I'm glad we were able to connect today, man. Yeah, me too. Thank you so much for coming on. A really hot topic and something really valuable for people to learn. Good luck, y'all. Let me know if I can help. All right. Thanks, Lucas. Talk to you later.